0: Welcome to Detour to Neverland, your guide to living your best Disney life through your hobby or business. Here's your hosts, Brendan and Catherine.
1: Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 136. We are joined today by one of our favorite people that we've met in the Disney community, and that's Rodri. Who you can find him on Instagram by Rod Meets World. So, Roger, I think, if not the most, I think now you're at least tied for our most reoccurring guests. So, congratulations. I know that's a big <laughs> honor for you.
2: I mean, it really is. I keep I thought about it today. I was like, wow, this is like my third time in one year. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is crazy, too, that it's just been a year. Sometimes it feels longer than that.
2: Oh, definitely. But, I mean, it's, it's great, and I'm glad to be back with you guys.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, we did our normal interview with Roger to learn more about his page and his content. And then Roger also joined us for our live at top live action countdown. Another fun show. So Roger always has the best ideas of episode ideas for like, well, why don't you just come on here and do it with this? Yeah. It's nice to have another person join us.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited and I'm excited to see what, if our lists collide again.
1: So, I guess I haven't even shared what our topic is today. You guys <laughs> probably know from the title, but you know, it's mid September, school is back in session, and that means one thing it's Halloween season, right? I mean, yeah. Maybe a little bit early, but I am fully into it without a doubt. So, we are going to be counting down our top five Disney villains each today. We did not set too many ground rules. so I'm curious, did you guys include anything outside of Disney like Pixar or Star Wars or Marvel or anything like that?
2: Um, I one of them, I is still in the Disney vein, but I think it's an unexpected uh, Disney villain that many people don't really think of.
0: We knew you'd have one for us. We were banking on you to add some variety. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I'm trying. I feel like my
1: top five are just like some variation of pretty much if you typed in top Disney villains, like <laughs> I chose very the, most, basic. the very basic ones. So you ready to get this started? I'm ready. All right. So Catherine, why don't you go first? Roger, you can go second. I'll go third.
0: Okay. So my um, fifth favorite villain is Lady Tremaine from Cinderella. And I picked her, A, because Cinderella was one of my favorite movies growing up. But also, I think it's so scary because that is a pretty realistic villain. I mean, unfortunately, there's probably people out there with pretty evil step-parents. So, I think that makes it scarier. It's realistic.
1: So, here's my question for you. I know that you love A Cinderella Story, which is not a Disney movie, but you're the biggest Hillary Duff fan of all time. Ever. Do you prefer Lady Tremaine in the cartoon or that stepmom that's on there?
0: Oh, definitely A Cinderella Story. She's hilarious. If you've never seen that version of Cinderella, I don't know what you've been doing for the past, I don't know, however long it's been out, but you're missing out. She's hilarious.
1: That movie is not that good
0: okay, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're out. It's
2: amazing. I mean, to be fair, we have to think about what it was made. It's the early 2000s. It's the type of, that was the type of humor. But I, honestly, as you were talking about it, I just kept laughing. I just was thinking of that stepmother in a Cinderella story when she's in the sun tanning <laughs> booth. And I'm like, you're, she's diabolical. <laughs> uh, yeah. A-
0: my number five.
2: All right. Well, I mean, I she was on my honorable mentions list because she really is like that's something that I've been hearing a lot is just Lady Tremaine legit is one of those Disney villains that she could be someone you know.
0: Mm. Yes, yeah, that's a
1: good way of putting it. I like that. Has it? Have we ever seen her in the parks at
0: all? Um, we might have. I don't. Does she go out with? Anastasia and Drizella
1: Yeah, I think she's at 1900 Park Fair At the Contemporary Yeah, I was going to say, I Great might Floridian. have I
0: might have seen her But we've
1: never met her Have you seen her in Disneyland, Rodri?
2: I'm trying to think, I believe If I remember correctly I believe she was in, no she wasn't in Sensational She was in uh, She's in the Halloween parade I know that's basically the only time We really see her
1: Oh, uh, okay Interesting
2: mm-hmm. Yeah Well, my number five um, is Miss Yizma from Emperor's New Groove. And Yizma, to me, is just diabolical because she... I mean, she's an ambitious woman. She wants to get what she wants. But the bigger issue with her is just she's willing to kill people for what she wants. And the fact that she... She kind of was sly about it. Like she literally was like, "Oh, the only people that know that I'm not in charge is Cusco, and if we just eliminate him, then I can do whatever I want because technically she's next in line." So she's she's cheating the system to get what she wants.
1: I like Isma because she's a nice balance. You'll notice a theme in a lot of my list. She's a nice balance between humor and like actually being a villain. So I like a like a naive. Na- naive's not the right word. Like a dumb villain almost. Yeah. It has like yeah, yeah, yeah. dumb moments.
0: Not like really
1: evil. But it's really just like lumping her together with kronk, like best sidekick <laughs> of all
2: time. Definitely. Best I think I heard a podcast once that they said that they're like the best Disney duo. And I definitely agree with that.
0: <laughs> oh, so that is they are a good duo. For sure.
2: All right, that is a that is two good
1: number five choices so far. My number five is the Queen of Hearts, and mm. I, I'm grouping both the Queen of Hearts from the live action version, Tim Burton's version, and the original animated version. I just feel like like she has such a short temper. She's a little bit kooky, you know. You never know what she's gonna do. She's unpredictable. That's why I think she's scary. So. That is my number five. What do you think, Catherine?
0: But is she unpredictable? She just wants to cut off everybody's head.
1: But you don't, you never know what's going to set her off.
0: Okay. Okay. I can see that. I knew she was for sure going to be on your list.
1: It's basically just my favorite movies.
2: I know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she's, it's crazy to think too, just like, Especially if you just think of the cartoon one, that that's the same voice as the fairy godmother. So that's what I always think about whenever I see the Queen of Hearts. I'm like, wow, you're in the same vein. Like, that's crazy. I didn't even know
0: that. I know. You are so full of information. We did not know that.
2: Oh. She's also Aunt Sarah in Lady and the Tramp. And she's also the female elephant. I can't remember her name. But the female elephant in the Jungle Book.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Just cuz so even back in the day if Disney liked you, they will use
2: you for everything. Yeah.
0: Day.
2: Oh yeah. multi-talented definitely. The old school Josh Gad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Actually, whoa, oh, my gosh, what's his name? The one that's K2 SO from Star Wars. Alan Tudyk. Yes, he's another one cuz he's hey hey, he's that one. Uh, he's King Candy. He's been in a bunch of Disney stuff. Yeah.
0: What is your
1: number four, Catherine?
0: My number four is Dr. Facilier. And I like him for a lot of different reasons. I think the first thing that stands out to me is meeting him in person. So we actually met him in Disneyland at the Halloween party. And he's very charismatic. Like He's exactly kind of what you would expect, I guess, from a New Orleans villain.
1: A voodoo doctor. A voodoo
0: doctor, yeah. So, he was really fun, he's very devious, and then of course, like, the song, you know, just gets stuck in your head, so, I'm a big fan.
2: Mm. I mean, you dipped into one of my favorite Disney movies, so definitely, he's, although he did not make my list, I'll spoil it that way, he didn't make my list. Oh, but yeah, he's he's. I like Doctor Facilier a lot. I haven't met him in the parks. I will admit he is a little creepy when it comes to his representation of the parks.
0: He is, but it adds to his whole vibe.
2: Yeah. That's very true. Very very true.
1: So I have to say, Catherine, I really respect and like this pick because it's my number four pick <laughs> as well. I almost wanted to put him higher on my list, but I couldn't justify it. But again. Like *Princess and the Frog*, one of my favorite movies of all time, so it had to show up on my list. Mm-hmm. I remember last time we were watching *Princess and the Frog*, like he is so charismatic that I was almost like, is he really a villain? And then you like you get through the movie, it's like, all right, he's pretty evil, but for a and second, he just kind of sweet like,
0: talks his way in there. At yeah, first. like
1: maybe he's just friends with the wrong people, and he's not <laughs> really that mean, but, but he is. He is. Yeah,
2: yeah he's yeah. definitely he's a character. <laughs> um so my number four i feel like is going to be higher on other people's list but my number four is ursula from the little mermaid and for me ursula um obviously hers is just a huge revenge story between everything i mean she is willing to do whatever it takes she's trying to trick people i mean you see all those people that she's basically cheated them out of their deals to be able to just claim them as her own uh she's super powerful i mean you could easily say that she rivals triton and the only reason why she probably didn't is because uh, i feel like there's so much to her backstory that we don't know that there's reasons why she must not have and I don't know. That's part of the other allure to her, too, is you want to know what made her so bad that she got kicked out of the kingdom and got kicked out of the palace. Yeah.
0: That's true. It's interesting to think about, I guess, really any of these backstories. But like knowing that Ursula has, like has that backstory that we just don't know, I've always been interested in that.
1: Do you remember, yeah. we, we saw it not on Broadway, but it was the traveling Broadway show. And they had, like, an interesting spin on it. Do you remember what it was? Uh, It was something just, like, one line that was a little bit different than the movie, and I can't remember what it was.
0: Yeah, I don't remember if it was, like, in a song or something, but it was subtle.
1: Yeah.
2: I've listened to that Broadway album a lot, and so I remember one part of it for the Broadway one is she was the aunt in the Broadway show. She got... um, she was supposed to rule the kingdom together with Triton because they were the children of Poseidon. And oh, there was. oh I think she was just eating people. I think she was just eating too many fish. And so they're just like, hey, you can't be doing that. And she's like, but I want to rule the kingdom the way that I want to. And everyone else kind of disagreed and kicked her out.
1: Man, so she's kind of like Ariel, just a little bit.
0: What do you I mean? <laughs> kind of like Ariel.
1: She, she, they don't accept the way that she wants to live.
0: Okay. I guess I see that.
1: Yeah. Well, that w- I do remember that Broadway show was very good.
0: Oh, it was very good.
1: So that is a good one. She did not make my list. Did she make your list, Rodri?
0: She, that was Rodri's pick.
1: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrown for such a loop because I got a peek at Catherine's list and mine is like shot already. <laughs> So
0: three you off. Sorry.
1: So that was number four.
0: Mm-hmm. So All do right. you want to start with three? Yeah, so I'll kick off
1: round three because four was Dr. Facilier for me. Number three for me is Maleficent. Another one that, like, if you just see Sleeping Beauty, like, she is diabolical. But I wonder, can you take into account the Maleficent movie with Angelina Jolie, where she's a little more understanding and you understand why she is the way that she is? So, I feel like there's two different ways of looking at it. But just looking at Sleeping Beauty, she is terrifying. And she can turn into a dragon. I feel like that's a good perk. That's a good characteristic (laughs) to have as a villain. Um, And then her in Festival of Fantasy is just an added bonus to see her in her steampunk, flame-throwing, sometimes-on-fire self.
0: (laughs) Well... That's a good point, and I think it's kind of funny to think about what makes her so mad in Sleeping Beauty is that she didn't get invited to the party. Like, to go through all of that and, like, curse somebody for, like, FOMO is pretty amusing.
2: (laughs) I mean, definitely. I, uh, I want to say that we should take into account the Maleficent movie, but I think that it's been the stories kind of deviate so much that you can kind of separate the two. I I think the one that's in the animated one is, I agree, she's terrifying. Like, the fact she's the first Disney villain that reference like, she actually says, like, I'll send you to hell for what you've done. Like, it's a whole, like, that's terrifying in itself. Like, she's upset over everything she's willing to let someone like wait a hundred years, and then it's yeah, it's a lot with her. And just like as you said, for FOMO, I don't know if she's really worth. Uh, I don't know if she has any redeeming qualities because of that.
1: <laughs> I like that she plays the long game. Like it's not an immediate thing that's going to happen. It's something yeah. that you have to sit with for a long time before things
0: and like take worry shape. about it. Yeah. for that, sixteen years. That is oh,
2: yeah. That's yeah. true yeah and the whole aspect too that no matter what like she cursed it that magic made it so no matter what happened she was gonna prick her finger
1: yep pat myself on the back that was a good good thing so
0: my number three is captain hook and it kind of goes with what brendan was saying earlier but i think he's just a funny villain because when you really look at him I mean, he hates Peter Pan, but he is so dependent on Smee. I mean, Smee has to shave him, like talk him up, give him pep talks. Like, he can't function. So how would you really expect him to defeat Peter Pan? And then, of course, the whole, you know, he's terrified of the alligator tick-tock. So I think that's it. It's definitely the humorous kind of villain
2: yeah I see mine went to a totally different space not on my list but if you think about it Peter Pan is the villain in that situation because you have to think about it Peter Pan chopped off the man's hand and to to taunt him gave it to a crocodile so that way the crocodile would chase him forever so (laughs) he could get so that way because he wants more like if anything I think Captain Hook is the hero in this situation and Peter Pan just might be the villain so, Roderick, did you watch Once Upon a Time?
0: I was gonna. That was going to be my next question.
2: <laughs> um, yes, I did. And I will reference Once Upon a Time a little later in my list.
0: Oh, Ooh. okay.
2: But, yes, I, I know where you're going with that. And I 100% agree.
1: <laughs> I mean, as a Peter Pan-themed podcast, <laughs> I don't know if I can condone your message, but I respect <laughs> your opinion.
0: It is an interesting... Perspective, though, because I mean, I don't know if Peter had any real reason for cutting off his hand. Did he? No,
2: no. And from what I heard in the book, is I tried reading the book, and I'm I feel really bad to Jay and Barry, but I couldn't get past like the first chapter. They spent three they spent three pages talking about money. I didn't need to know about money, mm-hmm. but um, but apparently, because my dad was really big on it as well, is that that was part of Peter's game. Like, he was a lot more vicious to the pirates than the pirates were to, like, the lost boys, apparently, in the book. Um, But, yeah, but it was part of his game. It wasn't part of, like, he wasn't doing it in any malice. He just was like, ha, 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 it's funny.
0: So he's, like, one of those, like, mean boys in elementary school who, like, picks on people and thinks that it's, like, cute and funny. Yep.
2: Yep. <laughs> All right, I will not tolerate any more Peter Pan <laughs> slander.
0: We got carried away.
2: <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. Peter Pan's the best. He yes. totally does nothing wrong. He's the hero to every story. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Correct.
1: Little, you guys know I hold the power of editing this podcast, so uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave that part in. And we'll move <laughs> All
2: right, so that leaves my number three, right? Yep. Yes. All right, so my number three is kind of in the same vein as what Catherine said with her number five, and that is Mother Gothel from Tangled. And the reason for that is kind of the same kind of um, concept is that Mother Gothel really, really is, like, despicably evil. She kidnapped a baby in order for her to stay young forever. and not just that she convinced this like she could have easily just made the little girl be like cinderella and feel like oh it's the worst like i don't like my life but no like the only thing that rapunzel doesn't like about her life is that she can't go outside she's been taken care of like mother gothel convinced rapunzel that it is her daughter and that she is her mother and that she loves her and cares for her and all of these other things, like, it's emotional manipulation, despite the fact that all she's done is wants to keep her for her hair. Deep down, like, that's that's more scary because that's even more realistic than what Lady Tremaine did.
1: Yeah, but in my research, she came up in mind, and I thought, like, she is quite terrifying.
0: Yeah, I guess I've never thought about it that in depth, but, like, that whole... The way that you said it makes a lot of sense. That is very scary.
1: It doesn't get much worse than a kidnapper. That's well, that's like, true.
0: She did steal a baby. That's like
1: the peak of being evil.
0: <laughs> of being a bad person.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't steal babies. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It. Oh, I just I hadn't thought about it because I mean she's kind of another one where you think of her and you're like oh she's just like a semi-ditsy villain but in reality she's really not. She's I mean she's who knows how long she's lived with that flower. So she's she knows what she's doing. That's true.
1: That's a good one. Mm-hmm. So she did not make your list, Catherine?
0: No, she didn't, actually. I guess probably for the same thing, I just kind of overlooked her, but that's a good, I like the reasoning.
1: All right, so I'll kick off round two. I peeked at your list. You and I have the same number two, so we can talk about it together. Uh, okay. Hades. So I think, without a doubt, the funniest villain... That we've mentioned up to this point. I mean, just knocks it out of the park with the quick one-liners and the mood swings and everything like that. But he is the king of the underworld, so he is absolutely...
0: The, the god of the underworld, Brendan.
1: What did I say? He's a god.
0: You said king.
1: Oh, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. But, and I think it adds to it just from personal experience. Since we met him in Disneyland last year, he's like skyrocketed up my list.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, again, right up there with Dr. Facilier, that was one of the best hands down meet and greets ever. Because even though he's not a face character, he has all the mannerisms that you see in the movie. So, like, you could feel like you were communicating with him without actually having him talk back. Like, you knew, you know, just from the movie exactly what he was saying or thinking and I totally agree. He's just funny. He really is. If, and then you have Pain and Panic.
1: Yeah. If they ever remake Hercules, which I guess it seems like they're going to eventually, like they have to knock it out of the park with that Character. casting. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Jeff Goldblum, but, you know, it's got to be someone amazing.
2: Yeah, definitely. With Hades, actually didn't make my list, but I can agree with you guys that he is one of those, he's another I'm realizing we have a common theme with these Disney villains, that they just want to kill babies, but (laughs) (laughs) but um, Hades definitely is one of those too, that like, he's got a whole master plan, he was willing to kill his brother, I mean, I'm looking I guess I look at these as like Greek tragedies almost, I guess, which, ironic, but still, it's Hades is just I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. He's he's villainous. Very, very villainous.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was your uh, number two.
2: My number two, which I feel like a lot of people uh, will agree, is Cruella DeVille. And Cruella DeVille, to me, is one of those... Ultimate, ultimate Disney villains because she's evil just for the sake of being evil. Like, all the other villains have, like, these reasons behind what they do and they have a big master plan. Like, Cruella, in every iteration, like, the you have Once Upon a Time, you have the animated one, you have the one with Glenn Close. Like, she's just psychotic. And that's kind of what I love about her is that she... Is just unapologetically herself and she doesn't understand why people just don't get what she wants and kind of touching what we did with uh peter pan with once upon a time cruella in that one there's a line that she says that i will never forget and it kind of embodies her character completely and she says um i want to make sure they get it correct it's something along the lines of uh a lot of people struggle to stay away from the dark, from the darkness, and I just thought, why not splash in and have fun? Mm.
1: That is a good
0: one. That is, I loved that show. I guess I com- that probably completely went over my head, <laughs> <laughs> but that's another good point that she doesn't really have a reason to be evil. Like no one's wronged her. She's not looking for power. She's just, you know killing dogs for the sake of fashion i guess <laughs>
1: well i was gonna say i know i said earlier that kidnapping is the peak of evilness killing puppies maybe next or maybe it's tops right, it. it's right there know. it's right there it's about as bad as you can get
2: yeah definitely she's she's intense i mean also you have to think she has a pretty sick car like when i was a kid All I wanted was her car I even had like a toy model of her car And I'm like that's the car I want one day And now (laughs) that I'm an adult I'm like that is a gas guzzler car I do not need that car So
1: aside, I know that you like Funko Pops as well. Did you see that Cruella riding in her car, Hot Topic exclusive pop?
2: <laughs> yes, I did, and I haven't gotten it yet, but I really it's on at the at least the hot topic that I go to, it's on sale for fifteen dollars when it's supposed to be like forty dollars. So I'm like, uh, oh, this is the time to get it.
1: Yep. We've had that same conversation. Catherine doesn't like her eyes in it.
0: I mean, she definitely, it's definitely that crazed kind of look. I mean, it is the, you know, wild Cruella de look, but I don't know if I necessarily want that on like a shelf looking at me, <laughs> you
2: know? True, true. Yeah, no, I, I can get that. I don't want something crazy like that staring at me. You wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, ah.
1: <laughs> All right. So is that round two?
0: It's round two.
1: Okay, I'm gonna pull a quick audible twice. So my number one previously was Captain Hook, but just for the sake of sharing someone new, and since you guys bashed him as a villain, I will move on. Then I moved on to Corella Deville. Then Roger took that one. So I'm going to Audible again and say Sheer Khan. Okay. Another one that You can sort of understand his backstory as well. You can understand why he is the way that he is, because man has hurt him in the past. But just his relentless pursuit of Mowgli and stopping at nothing is pretty crazy, I think. Pretty diabolical. You're looking at me like you don't agree.
0: No, no, I don't disagree. I I feel like that definitely came out of left field. I don't think I was expecting you to say that.
1: Well, um, you guys took all of that, so <laughs> here we are. We-
0: I appreciate you doing something different, it's unique, but, I mean, again, I could definitely understand his backstory, and I, I like that the solution to the problem with fire would definitely scare a tiger, so it's very realistic. I can appreciate that.
1: It is one of those that I think the live-action film adds to it. I mean, so Idris Elba did a fantastic job voicing Shere Khan in that version. So I think it adds to When I think about it, I almost think of that version more than the animated, which is sad, probably. But
0: You just see more personality, I think. Yeah.
2: He's a little more silly in the animated version, I think. Exactly. That's just, That was what I was going to say, is that a lot of the earlier Disney villains were more comedic, I guess, with how di- like their evilness but with the live action you there's no like silliness to him like the scene i'm thinking of specifically is when he's up there and he has like all the the wolf pups up there with him and like every time i watch i know he's gonna like those pups are gonna be fine but like the way that it's presented it just feels it, you can feel how like dangerous he is
1: yeah mm-hmm. for sure this is a taunting, like- Yeah he can take over at any moment if he really wants to mm. that's so that's the, my number one i'm gonna live with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough fair enough um so my number one probably comes as no surprise because i'm a huge lion king fan but as i was really thinking about it to try to put some real thoughts together besides just liking the lion king i actually think that Scar is the most evil villain because a lot of these other villains might try to kill someone, or they might have plans, or kidnap a baby, or whatever. But Scar really kills his brother. Like he didn't fake it, and he wanted to kill Simba too. So he almost killed two family members, not just one. Just because he was jealous, he just wanted to be king. So I I stand by the fact that he's probably the most vil- the most I
1: don't know cruel. Yeah, I would agree with that. I know this will mean nothing to our listeners at home, but I have to point out that her cat is currently like hunting things in our office where we're recording right now. So she is listening to you and channeling her inner scar. I think she's tackling buttons right now. So she's, she's not quite up to family members. Hopefully she never gets there, but she's working on it.
0: She's working on it.
1: That's a good one. I knew you were going to pick Scar from the very beginning of this. Be Prepared is one of the best villain songs of all time. So that definitely adds to it. Mm-hmm.
0: And he is, you know, he has kind of has his own, like, dry, dark sense of humor. Like with the mouse at the beginning and with, like, taunting Zazu. I mean.
1: I'm surrounded by idiots.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He definitely feels like he's above everybody else.
2: For sure. Yeah. I had to think about it. Scar was... Uh, especially since Lion King is also one of my favorites, too. I had to think about Scar for a moment, but I knew that Scar would be a popular one, so I wanted to make sure that I had something unique on my list. Flip
0: I know. I'm excited yes. to hear what your number one is. I've been waiting for it.
2: Okay, so my number one, like I said, is still in the Disney vein, but it's not from one of the cartoons. It is Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. And for me, he is uh, he is my top top Disney villain of all time. I'm one of those that I love as much as I said I love Cruella for the reason why she's just crazy psychotic. I love Davy Jones because I feel like he's the most fleshed out as to why he became so villainous and he is the way he is. Um, That he's a villain because of heartbreak and that he's a villain because he literally has no heart. So he is incapable of being anything but as cruel as he is. I mean, he's got—I don't. Maybe it's just a thing with me and like transportation, but I, I, his ship is amazing. He lives underwater. Um, he has the whole thing with Tia Dalma. Um, he's another one that, even though I've watched those movies a million times, that he still has. A frightening presence to him, and I am very, very jealous that Shanghai has an animatronic of him that we do not.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, you like whenever you're describing that, you're like, why do we not have this in any of the Pirates (laughs) of the Caribbean rides? But I agree. I mean, any villain makes you feel that way, like they could win at any moment. But he is presented in such a way that it's like there's no way that Jack and Company can overcome this guy. (laughs) So I like that 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 he's kind of larger than life and that he does have an understandable backstory.
2: Yeah. I, I literally could watch, like, I know it's a very, very unpopular opinion, but I really enjoy the second and the third parts of the Caribbean movies solely for the fact for Davy Jones. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I do like that choice. I, for a second, I got really scared because if you, Look online and you search for best Disney villains. A lot of people will say man for the hunter that killed Bambi's mom.
0: Oh, my goodness. And I was
1: like, that is such a cheap out. We cannot allow that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I will admit he almost was going to make my list, but I was like, ah, oh, but that's too broad. And everybody thinks that they're the villain with that. And yeah. There's, there's a lot of those... I saw that one. I'm trying to think. there was another one that was like really broad like that as well. Oh, I can't remember. I know Amos Slade was another one that was a popular Disney villain up there.
1: Where's who? What is that from?
2: Oh, Amos Slade is the old guy from the Fox and the Hound.
1: Oh, oh
0: I, I can't even tell you the last time I saw that movie.
2: Yeah. I saw,
1: I can't remember the name at all, but the villain from the rescuers. Oh, Madame oh, Medusa. Medusa.
2: Yeah, Madame Medusa. Madame Mim almost made my list. Because mm-hmm. means- Madame Mim, she, she's another one that she's just evil because she just likes being evil. She I think for her, that was the cool one where it was just the polar opposite of Merlin, that they're equal and match. But that she just kind of can show you can have a lot more fun being evil than you can with Merlin's like goody goody magic <laughs> <laughs> that's our sound bite for this episode
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i know we all have some honorable mentions that we want to go to before we do that this is normally where we would play an ad but instead of that on our friday fun episode rodri if you guys know him at all you know that he is the biggest small shop supporter probably on planet earth so we asked Rodri if he could do some shout outs or shed some light on some really cool small shops within the Disney community so that we can expand our view. And, you know, we get so narrowed in sometimes that some really great creatos, creators go unnoticed. So what you got for us?
2: All right. So I've got four of them for you. One of them is Disney Changed My Mind. So they're a really cool Instagram where they basically put up unpopular opinions or opinions that most people are either too afraid to say or whatever it might be because it's not the general consensus of um, what people think in Disney. So I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Uh, They said that Figaro is the best Disney cat. And they say, if you want to change my mind, discuss it in the comment section. Um, But they actually... Produce some clothing stuff as well. I actually posted today um, a shirt that they had sent me about um, basically they hate when people put, or anybody who puts their cameras up during like the fireworks show or a parade, you should just take their phones and throw it into the moat. So um, yeah, they have some cool stuff, their t shirts, and they have uh, some pins. Then you have uh, Diamond in the Rough Clothing Co., which you guys have already. Uh, You talked with Mario a while back. Um, So there's all of his stuff. And he's also at Diamond in the Rough Clothing Co. on Instagram. Um, Another one is Willy and Co. So W-I-L-I-E and Co. Um, They're really cool. They have very uh, chic looking stuff. They have stuff from sweaters to shirts. Um, That one's really cool. And then you got the last one, which is Nick and Leet. And they also sell a lot of t-shirts, but the cool thing about them is they actually have, I'm pretty sure they still have it, they actually have um, a couple of workout clothes. So one of the things that's really cool about them is they have um, a, a Under Armour uh, sweatpants and hoodie that says Gaston's Gym, and they have the same thing with Triton's Gym. So it's really cool with their stuff as well.
1: Ooh, awesome. We're gonna have to like, do a reoccurring statement. like. Really cool small shop that you should be checking out so of course we will put the links to all of those shops and all of those accounts in our show notes and we'll also put the link to mario's episode from diamond in the rough yeah. um if you want to go back and check that one out mario is hilarious so you will definitely be inter- inter- entertained with that one so glad we we're able to do that those are uh, some really cool shops and really cool accounts so honorable mentions do you want me to go first sure so, so, a lot of mine are ones that aren't quote unquote Disney, so that I didn't want to put them into my list, but if you say villain to me, Darth Vader is always number one on my mind. He's the ultimate villain of all time. Can't change You can't change my mind on that. <laughs> um, and then in the same vein, I think Kylo Ren is not as good as Darth Vader, but he's pretty solid as a villain.
0: agree those
1: are good ones and i'm tempted to put darth maul in there just because he's scary as heck and he doesn't even say anything that takes some real that takes talent yeah it takes some fear yeah
0: um really my only honorable mention that we haven't already mentioned would be guest on and kind of for some similar reasons that we've mentioned before but i think we, you know, you've probably met someone like him before, like very, like thinks so highly of himself, like thinks he can get whatever he wants, like doesn't have to work for it. And then, you know, at the root of it, I mean, he is pretty evil because he is willing to chase down and kill the beast just because Belle picked him, the beast over him. So that would be mine.
1: You said we've met someone like him. Do you mean like big, large groups of people like him. Like, I feel like everybody we went to high school with oh. is like him.
0: Like, <laughs> I was going to say, we've, it's just one of those, like, realistic, you know, cool. so many people are just full of themselves. Like the
2: ultimate peaked-in high school person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you allowed to say that on a podcast?
1: <laughs>
2: hey, I I don't know who you're talking about, so clearly it's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. So I have... Five honorable mentions. I feel like that's too many. If you need me to stop, tell me.
0: Oh, no, let's go.
2: So, what? a couple of them, they kind of meld together. So, Darla and Sid are kind of, like, the same for me because, I mean, Sid just kills toys and Darla kills fish. So, that, <laughs> so they, they're kind of in the same vein together. Um, Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective, he's pretty insane. Like, he's kind of the same vein of Cruella when she has her like crazy eyes at the end when he's going after um oh my gosh his name just popped out of my head his name's not Sherlock but it's the one the, the Great mouse detective whatever his name is oh my gosh I haven't seen that yeah, so... <laughs> but I'm just gonna say Sherlock when he's going after Sherlock he has crazy eyes and he's I mean I am not a fan of rats at all like that's one of my big fears so that always ooh. um <laughs> One that I guess I thought was like, it's, this is a trick one, I guess, or an out of the box one, which is Ralph from uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet because of the fact that he's the villain to himself. So I think that's like a powerful message is that we can be our own villains. Um, and then the last one, which I'm surprised none of us mentioned, and I didn't think about him until now, was Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame.
0: He but. is. He is evil.
2: Yeah, there's some like dark, dark undertones there (laughs) that I don't know if we should discuss. (laughs) Yeah, but I'll just leave it at that. That he's he's very very (laughs) evil. Yeah,
1: when they remake Hunchback of Notre Dame, I wonder if they'll switch him out for a different villain because, yikes! Or at least
0: tone it down. I don't. don't, If you can, I don't know.
1: There's there's some issues there. Yeah. Um, the other one that I didn't mention. I know it's cheating because it's going outside of Disney, but Thanos, I mean, speaks for itself.
0: He did ask, he was like, so are we just doing Disney or, and I was like, yes, just stick with Disney.
2: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I asked too. I was like, are we, are we doing everything? Because see, that was where I was like, is Davy Jones going to fit into this? Is he too obscure? (laughs) I think he
1: fits.
0: Yeah. More than Thanos would have.
2: (laughs) I'm... (laughs)
1: I'm a little, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we mentioned a single Pixar villain, did we?
2: we? No, we didn't.
0: I considered Lotso just because how could you not dislike someone who's against all the, you know, all the Toy Story characters, but, uh I don't know. He smells like strawberries, like, can he really be that bad? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I actually thought about that, too. I was looking at my Pixar movies the other day, and I'm like, there really isn't anybody who's, like that that evil in any of these movies i mean the only one that i guess you could really say is like Who is ernesto de la cruz because he killed somebody over the fact that he was leaving for songs so other than that all the other disney villains are just quote-unquote villainous like they're not
0: yeah they're the bad guy but they're not like hardcore villains nope.
2: yeah like, I guess the only other one you can think of is, um, oh, I'm forgetting his name, too, but he's the one from Up.
1: Yeah, I was thinking oh, about him, too. Oh, I yes.
0: can't remember his name. What is his uh. name? Oh, this is going to kill me.
1: I don't know, but while you're thinking about it, I'm so mad at myself because I forgot my favorite Disney villain until this moment. Replace my number one with Oogie Boogie. Oh.
0: Oh, there you
2: go. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. We're just
0: going to keep thinking of different villains that we should have <laughs> added in. We could go on forever.
2: Oh, it, it, uh, it's Carl Munz, isn't it? Charles. Isn't that a name from, uh, Charles Muntz, there you go. Okay, sorry, I totally overplayed your Oogie Boogie, but <laughs> <laughs> but it came to me. Uh, no, but Oogie Boogie's pretty... pretty. I mean, he's... If you guys ever get the chance to come out to California for just DCA in general, doesn't even have to be for the Halloween party, they... It's oh, it's so creepy what they do with Oogie Boogie at night. Have you guys seen what they do? When it's over the the entrance? Oh, it gets worse than that when you walk inside. It's really, really creepy.
0: Oh, I don't think we saw it.
1: No, we were there last Halloween season, but we didn't. I don't remember it. Yeah.
2: Well, at least when you're walking through Buena Vista Street where he's like randomly laughing when you're walking through. I think we remember like people told us about it, but we never heard it whenever yeah.
0: we were going in. Yeah, we missed it somehow.
2: Yeah, yeah oh, it's it's creepy. I'm really excited because I'm doing the Oogie Boogie Bash in a couple of weeks, so I'm definitely excited to see what they do with specifically Oogie Boogie's lair. If it's anything like that Freeform house that I went to last year, it's going to be pretty cool. So, speaking of FOMO, That's, <laughs>
0: that's us. That
1: is us. <laughs> we'll just be going to Loliol. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party.
0: You shut your mouth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you guys get the... I will say you guys get the better parade than we do. That is true. We've been singing boo to you for a while now.
0: Ever since September 1st.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as long... See, okay, with the FOMO, as long as you don't curse me for 16 years or whatever, I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good deal. So... Rodri,
1: thank you so much for joining us for another episode. If I have a gut feeling, this will not be our last countdown that we do with you, and we are so excited for that. If you wouldn't mind just sharing with our listeners where they can connect with you online.
2: Yeah, you can find me at Rod Meets World on Instagram, R-H-O-D Meets World.
1: Perfect. So we'll put that link in our show notes. Also check out Rodri's past episodes with us. We will link those in the show notes as well. Lots of links this week. So... Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We had such a blast counting down our top five Disney villains. We will put these up in an Instagram story. I'll put all of our picks out there. and You guys can vote on who put together the best squad. So I think last time we did this, Catherine won for best live action movies. I think I have this one in the back. But we'll see. (laughs) Oh, do you? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, do you?
1: (laughs) I'd love if you guys go over there and vote. So. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will be back with you on Monday. Do you like Star Wars? How about Marvel? How about Disney? If you answered yes to any of these, we'd love to have you listen to our new podcast, Kingdom Outcast. We're just three guys chatting about news, topics, and events in the Disney universe. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Subscribe to the show
0: and leave a review to help more people find us. Follow us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland underscore podcast to see our pictures from the parks. See you real soon.